Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the sixth game NBA preseason slate on Sunday. Uh, before we get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos break down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports sites. Before we get into the video, I want to thank you guys again for the support. It was crazy on the live stream uh, today. We had over 400 concurrent viewers. So uh, if you guys enjoy all this free content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Also, if you cannot watch the videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below, which is the DKDFS show. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, it's a site we can bet on player props. So if you guys want to sign up, again, it's a little bit different way to uh, to play. Uh, right, you're not playing against anyone with, with DFS. Obviously, uh, you're just playing against the house. So if you want to sign up, it's the code DKDFS, all one word, 100% match up to $100. So you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. Again, I'll have a link in the description below, but it's the code DKDFS. Um, all right, so. With that all out of the way, let's jump to the video. Before we talk about players and their prices for this six-game slate, I want to look back my lineup here from Saturday's slate. So let's go over my lineup. Uh, I had SGA, Terrence Davis, Hamnu Diallo, Boucher, Drummond, Doncic, Bobby Portis, and Carl Anthony Towns. So really, uh, the value plays were there, right? Hamnu Diallo, uh, 28 fancy points. He had a double-double, right? The reason I was on these OKC guys, again, we talked about in the video as well as in the live stream, was they were just really, really thin. Now, SGA, unfortunate, he only played the first half, but he was crushing. Like, if he gets a shift in the third quarter, he goes for over 30 easily. Um, again, Diallo had a really, really good game at, at a pretty weak small forward position. Uh, and then, you know, guys like uh, Boucher, that first, his first stint was so tilting. He had three fouls in like six minutes. They brought him out. But that second shift, he didn't play a ton. But that second shift, he literally crushed in like eight, nine minutes. Um, he finished with 25 fancy points, and that was pretty solid. And then Bobby Portis, only 12% owned, almost 35 fancy points. Again, in pretty limited time. Uh, 14 points, 13 rebounds, two assists. And these are the type of guys we want, right? Because when there's when there's question marks for minutes, when, when we're not exactly sure, we just want to target the really high usage guys. Now, unfortunately for me, I got unlucky with the stars I picked with Drummond only playing the first half and he was not even great in the time he played. Same thing with Doncic, right? There were some stars that played in the second half. I got like Sabonis. For me, it was Drummond or Sabonis and it was really close. The reason I, I, go, I went Drummond was because the players around Sabonis were just a little bit more talented, right? He had a guy like Brogdon, Oladipo. You know, Turner's a pretty good player. Whereas Drummond and Cleveland, they don't have a ton, right? Besides like him and Kevin Love. So that's the reason I gave the edge to Drummond. Again, that was really unfortunate because a bonus my boy who i shouldn't have faded but he went for like 40 fancy points again he got action in the second half though drummond did not same thing with Doncic. Doncic versus Giannis was a coin flip now realistically i probably should have played both i probably should not have played drummond probably spent down somewhere else and then try to jam in uh Giannis and Doncic. now unfortunately again Doncic only played the first half what can you do right we looked into it there's uh, we really didn't get a ton of minutes projections from these beat writers. So unfortunate there, Giannis, again, he played in the second half and he crushed. So you kind of needed him. Uh, and then Towns for me, what was a little bit disappointing. Uh, but yeah, so the spend ups were, again, got a little bit unlucky, but that's the preseason, right? I know there's variance. I know there's times where that's just, there's just luck involved, but the value plays, right? Feel like they were pretty spot on. Terrence Davis was solid and SGA w was pretty good. Uh, and then Diallo, Boucher, Portis all had really, really good games. So hope you guys had a great night as well. I know a lot of you 
did really well. Um, but yeah, that's really the look back for me. So let's talk about this slate on Sunday. And we have five of the six games that we saw on Friday. So we have a good idea, you know, of how things are going to work. Now, sure, some, some coaches can change things up, but let's talk about Orlando and Atlanta. So we saw this game on Friday, and let's take a look at how the, the minutes were distributed. So uh, we got news of both teams, actually, that the starters were going to get about 25 minutes. Uh, if we look on the Magic side, uh, besides Aaron Gordon, right, we talked about that. But Aaron Gordon played 16 minutes. He crushed in that time, 12, 6, and 3. Uh, the rest of the starters, Vucevic, again, we got on him. He had 25 minutes, 18 points, 11 boards, 4 assists. I think he's, once again, a really solid play. You know, guys like Fournier, Fultz were okay. And then off the bench, uh, MCW was solid. Cole Anthony was was all right as well. Um, and, and no one else no one else really had a great game. If you look at Atlanta, right, Trey Young was the chalk on Friday. That was unfortunate. He just had a terrible shooting day and turned the ball over a ton. Um, a little bit uncharacteristic of him, but I'm fine going back to the ball there and Trey Young just because, again, he's a very high-usage guy. Uh, we know he can get hot and can put up fantasy points, a lot of fantasy points in a short amount of time. Bogdan played 23 minutes. He was solid in that time. Collins and Capella were, were pretty good limited time in 20 and 22 minutes. Both were, were pretty solid, right? 8 and 14 for Capella, 14, 9 and 1 for John Collins. So that's kind of where the interest lies. You know, Gallinari was solid off the bench, 14 and 4, uh, but he at times can be a bit scoring dependent. <laughs> Let's take a look at well, – we'll get to the Washington Brooklyn game at the end because that's the one game we have not seen so far. Let's talk about the Pistons and the Knicks. So with the Pistons, uh, you know, starters played a little bit more than I expected. Blake Griffin played 22, Grant 22, uh, Mason Plumlee 21, Killing Hayes 21, um, and then you know a couple bench guys like uh, Jaleel Okafor played 20, D. Rose played 18. Again, I wasn't expecting a ton from, from Rose and, and Blake, but they did play a few more minutes than I expected. Um, and then if we look at the Knicks side, this was good to see for, for DFS if you play these guys, right? Because the starters came back in in the fourth. So they, they almost ran a regular rotation, right? Uh, RJ Barrett, 29 minutes. Julius Randle, 29 minutes. Alfred Payton, 27. Nerlens Noel, 25. Mitchell Robinson off the bench, 22. Obi Toppin off the bench, 20. So the Knicks, if they continue, if they go back to how – uh, you know, the minutes were distributed in that first game, then they look like pretty good targets uh, for Sunday. Now let's talk about Houston and Chicago. So uh, on the Houston side, Cousins and Wall crushed, like absolutely crushed in very limited time. Boogie, 14-5-2 with, with I think a few blocks and steals. John Wall had 13-9-5, right? That's where the offense has come from. Even Eric Gordon had a pretty solid game and he shot the ball well, but we know with Eric Gordon, at times the floor is somewhat low if he is not making his shots. And then, you know, a guy of the bench that we, we talked about in the live stream uh, with them being really thin up front was Bruno Caboclo. He had, I think, close to 40 fancy points at very low ownership, but ownership's going to rise on him this late. I think he's once again viable if the starters do get limited. Uh, Chris Clemens, another high usage guy, he had a bad shooting night. I think he had shot one of 10, but he's someone uh, potential value there. Jaron Grant what was okay off the bench. Uh, and then for the Bulls, starters played like low, low 20s minutes, right? With White 23, Levine 23, um, Markin 25, and Otto and Wendell Carter Jr. both with 19. Off the bench, Santa, Rask, Santa Ransky played 26. He had a nice day, 11, 7, and 6. I mean, he is a guy that can stuff his stat sheet. Um, and then let's talk about the Clippers and Lakers. So Clippers, this is really ugly on the Clippers side. I think they played 18 players. If I did, I think eight, all 18 players played. So 
yeah, that's not good. So I'm probably not looking to the Clippers unless we get news that they're going to run a more regular rotation or they, they trim down the rotation. As of right now, I have uh, very, very little interest in the Clippers. Lakers, a lot more interest if they do end up resting their veterans like they did last game, right? They rested about, I think it was five guys, uh, and they ran a nine-man rotation, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and Caruso got injured. So it was basically an eight-man rotation. Kuzma played 38 minutes. Horton Tucker played 37. Uh, Montrez played 31, right? So if the Lakers do end up resting their, their main guys again, then they look really, really good in the slate. You're probably going to want to get at least a couple into your lineup. And then finally, Sacramento and Portland. Um, Stars got a decent run. Derek Jones Jr., 28 minutes, 26 for Covington. Right? We talked about Cantor and Giles as two of my favorite plays in the slate on Friday. Giles absolutely crushed almost a 50 bomb at really low ownership. Cantor was solid, too. I think he finished like 26, 27 Lillard and CJ played 20 and 22, respectively. Mello even had a pretty good game off the bench. On the King side, starters, again, got decent run, right? Mid-20s minutes for guys like Fox, guys like Holmes, Barnes. Um, you know, off the bench, it was a little bit more, you know, they, they kind of give a lot of guys run. But the starters did get good time. I'm not sure, right? Things can change. But just to get a good idea of what we can kind of expect. Um, and then for Washington... Washington and Brooklyn, again, we haven't seen these teams. What we know with Washington is, well, a lot of guys out here. Westbrook, Beal, potentially Bryant, Bertans, Ish Smith. So they're going to be pretty thin. Um, let's just talk about them now. Let's jump into it. So we'll talk about Washington first. A guy like Troy Brown Jr., 5.8K with a, again, with all the main guys basically being out. I think he looks solid. He's a guy that will shoot the ball a decent amount. Again, I expect pretty good minutes for him. Uh, Rui Hashimura. Again, with this roster being pretty depleted, at least for this game, he's someone that is viable. And then even a guy like Shabazz Napier, he's a good point-per-minute guy. Um, I think you can look to you know, even a guy like Mo Wagner at the min-price 4K, another pretty solid point-per-minute guy. So there's definitely some value here with Washington, with them, again, resting a lot of guys or a lot of the main guys. So, again, Troy Brown Jr., viable. I think Rui's viable. Uh, yeah, the rookie, Denny Avija. Uh, they said probably 20-ish minutes here for the preseason against the Nets. So with them taking him as the number one, number nine overall pick, and I think he he's a guy that they're going to want to see what, what they can get. And um, at 4.9K, I think it's definitely viable here on the slate. Uh, so there, there's value here with Washington, right? We got uh, we got Troy Brown Jr., we got Avicha, we got Hashimura, uh, we got Shabazz. So I think it is, again, it looks pretty solid there, 4.4K. Uh, and then, you know, even a guy like Mo Wagner, I think, is viable. On the Brooklyn side of, of things, well, this is the first game we're going to get to see Kyrie and uh, Ky- Kyrie and Kevin Durant together. Um, now, how many minutes they play is a little bit more, uh, you know, unknown at the moment. Uh, you know, KD coming off the major injury, don't think he'll play a ton, but we'll see. Hopefully, we get some sort of clarity on what the minutes will be. Again, what we're aiming for usually is about 25 minutes for the starters. So if we can get like close to that with Durant and Kyrie, then they look like two of the top players in the slate. Uh, but again, will we get that? I don't know. So this is a kind of a wait and see. Hopefully we get clarity on the minutes for these starters. Um, other options on Brooklyn. There's no Karis LeVert. Uh, again, the usage is going to be basically Durant, basically Kyrie. Dinwiddie at 5'6", I think is fine. 
Uh, but again, he's been playing alongside a lot higher usage guys. DeAndre Jordan at 4-6 is in play. Again, I expect probably 15 to 20 minutes from him, maybe. I think, you know, Jared Allen's at 6-2. Jordan's at 4-6. You know, Allen's a younger guy, so I expect him to probably play a few more minutes, but he's also, what, like $1,500 more. As far as guys on the bench, is there anyone here? I think, you know, possibly a guy like Bruce Brown, maybe Tyler Johnson, if these starters end up getting rested. But that's kind of where my interest lies. So, all right, let's go back to now Orlando and Atlanta. So, again, Vucevic, he played good minutes, what, 25 that last game. He had a huge game. And the matchup is good, right, either against Capella or John Collins, whoever they have trying to defend him, or Bruno Fernando. So I do like Vucevic once again here. I'm assuming he gets his 25 minutes. Now, Gordon, and he was the one guy that got limited. We'll see. If there's going to be no limitation on him, then I think he's in play too. But at the moment, it's definitely Vucevic for me over Aaron Gordon. Fournier, 5-5, yeah, it's okay. I would probably give the edge to Fultz. I think he has a little bit of a higher floor due to the assist numbers. Um, Fultz, again, he had a, a decent game that first preseason game. He had, what was it? Uh, 25 minutes, he had 10 points, four, 4 assists, 3 boards. So, yeah, Fultz is a perfectly fine play there in the mid-range. Bacon did get kind of hot, but... I'm not really looking to him there, 4.8K. Um, Cole Anthony, MCW, are viable plays here, 4, 7, and 4, 6, respectively. Again, MCW is a guy that can fill up a stat sheet. He had 10, 5, and 3 in 25 minutes. Cole Anthony, not as good, 7, 3, and 1. But those guys are, are definitely potential value plays here for the Magic. So all in all, it's Vucevic at the top for me, basically. I think Fultz looks like a pretty good play there in the mid-range. And then guys like MCW, guys like uh, Cole Anthony for value. Let's talk about Atlanta. So Atlanta, uh, for me, once again, it's Trey Young. I know he had a bad game last game, but uh, he's just, again, such a high usage guy. He shot the ball two of nine and had six turnovers. I do not expect that again here from Trey Young. So um, once again, he's in play as one of the top plays, top spend-ups for me. Uh, Collins, the 7K, is solid, right? He's a guy that, you know, there are some higher usage guys now in this offense, guys like Bogdanovich, you know, the pick and roll, they're going to run with Capella at times. So he won't demand as high of a usage as he did last year. So Collins is one of those plays like I'm okay with at 7K, but I'm probably not going to prioritize. Gallinari at 5-5 off the bench. Again, can be a little bit scoring dependent at times. I think that's solid, but again, not really prioritizing him either. Capella's at 5-3. Then Lissa's probably, and he got about 20 minutes. He's a guy that you know, they're going to run a lot of the pick and roll with Trey Young. I think that's a perfectly fine uh, price for him. And then Bogdanovich, I think, is a little bit too cheap before 4-7, right? We saw... Um, let's go to the Hawks. We saw 23 minutes from him, 9-4-2. Yeah, I think he's, once again, a pretty good value play here. As far as, like, anyone off the bench, there's not really anyone I'm super interested in, to be honest. Like, if we go to the minutes, let's see. Herter played 21 minutes. Reddish played 23. Fernando did play 17 minutes. He is min-price. Again, that that's that's definitely viable. Uh, but let's talk about New York and Detroit. So, again, New York, these starters played the most minutes out of anyone, uh, pushing basically 30. So, uh, looking at the price points, Randall at 6'5". If we get close to 30 minutes again, I really, really like him. Again, the offense runs through him. He's a guy that can fill up the stat sheet. What He almost had a triple-double. 11, 8, and 6, two steals. The matchup itself is good against Detroit, whether it be Plumlee defending him or Blake Griffin or Okafor. So I do like Julius Randle a lot here. Now, I think the ownership will be pretty high. Uh, but again, it's just the minutes thing, right? If we get close to what we saw last game, then Randle looks good. I also really like Alfred Payton one, another guy that will fill up the stat sheet, right? If you look at his box score that last game, uh, that's what he does, 10, 7, and 6. Like, he is a triple-double threat 
one given good minute. So Alfred Payton, Julius Randle, right now, two of my favorite plays. Again, things can change, but at the moment, as I'm making this, at 11.30 at night on Saturday, Randle, Alfred Payton look really good to me. Obi Toppin at 5-2, well, he was pretty good in limited in limited time. In 20 minutes, he had 11.7 boards, an assist, and a block. Uh, he Again, he does possess upside 5.2K. The price didn't really move a ton in him, so I think he's a pretty good play there in the mid-range. I'm fine with RJ Barrett. I mean, he will shoot the ball a good amount when he's out there. He shot the ball 16 times, 7-16 to 16 in 29 minutes. 5K seems a little bit underpriced. And then, you know, some cheap options like Mitchell Robinson, Nerlens Noel, I like a lot too. So, Right now, there's a lot to like in New York for me. Like, Milton Robinson, we know he's, he's a high-usage guy. He's a guy who can get you a lot of blocks. Um, I think he had, like, two or three blocks in that last game. Uh, Noel, um, you know, got good run, right? He played – where was the next? Uh, he played 25 minutes, 8, 10, 8, and 1. So, again, in limited time last year with OKC, he was good. And, you know, in games when Steven Adams was out, we like, Noel was, like, basically a lock and load. So, at 4.7K, I, I like him for value. So, really, right now, at the moment, New York is probably my favorite team to target. So, guys I like, obviously, Randall, Alfred Payton, Obi Toppin, RJ, Mitchell, Noel. There's literally, like, six guys I think look pretty good here uh, for the Knicks. On the Pistons side, so, minutes weren't amazing. Again, um, if we go to Detroit... The player that played the most was uh, actually Jeremy Grant and Blake Griffin at 22. Killian Hayes played 21 minutes. So um, Blake Griffin did play good, though, in that time, 9, 7, and 5. The price at 5-2, like if we get close to 25 minutes from Blake Griffin, I think 5-2 is a little bit too cheap. So I actually do have some interest here in Blake Griffin, just a price point thing. Now, D. Rose at 6-3, not as much. Again, I think plays a few less minutes, and I would just rather get to, to Blake Griffin for, for, for less Grant at 4-9 seems okay. Right? He kind of had struggled that first game. Same with Mason Plumley at 4-8. Did not have a good game uh, his first game out. Both him and Grant struggled. Mason Plumley had 4-3 and three in 21 minutes. Again, normally he's a better point-per-minute guy. I think that will very much lower the ownership. You can take a dart throw on him in GPPs. Uh, again, Okafor off the bench is a good offensive player. Uh, in that time, in 20 minutes, he finished with 4, 5, and 1. And usually you expect a little bit more from him. And then the rookie, Killing Hayes, was not great, to be honest. Uh, he finished with 5 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. He had 7 turnovers. Um, you know, 20 to 25 minutes is about what I expect from him. I think I expect probably a better game. So, yeah, viable, cheap option. But, yeah, all in all, I'm definitely not as excited about the Pistons as I am New York on the opposite side. So, guys, I think look like in play for Detroit. Blake Griffin for me, and then probably Killian Hayes, Okafor. Those are the guys I would look to. Houston and Chicago. Again, no James Harden still. I don't think Christian would. Uh, against, I don't think he'll be available either. He'll miss Friday and Saturdays. Saturdays recent games? Sundays, yeah. So, he looks like he'll be back Tuesday. Um, so no wood, uh, boogie. Well, he did boogie things, right? He looked like, uh, a young boogie cousins. He basically, uh, I think had average over two fancy points per minute. Again, the matchup is great too. Against Chicago, like Wendell Carter Jr. Marking in, they can't handle him. So if they're going to bump up the minutes here for boogie, then he looks like one of the best plays here at six K. This will be something to keep an eye on with him and John wall. Both like them a lot, but you know how many minutes will they play? And both absolutely crushed in their limited time. John Wall, 13, 9, 5, and 2 steals in 19 minutes. So like this is a situation where if we get news that Wall and Boogie are going to play 25 minutes, I think you probably try to get both into your lineup, to be honest. Uh, but 
we may not get that news. And if that's the case, obviously there is some risk. Now, other options here on this team, I'm not super interested at house at that price. Not really looking to Malcolm Moore at 5'5". Gordon at 5'7". Again, that feels a little bit pricey. He had a good shooting day. He, again, at times is, is, is scoring dependent. And then off the bench, I think there's a couple guys you can look to. Once again, Bruno Caboclo. We're not going to get the same ownership as we did last time. The ownership will definitely come up. Again, he had close to 40 fancy points in... Um, how many minutes did he play? 26 minutes. Just because the Rockets, like, they don't have a lot of depth in the front court. So, um, Caboclo, if they do limit the starters once again, I think looks like a pretty good play in the mid-range. Also, Chris Clemens. I know Clemens shot the ball terribly. I think he shot the ball 1 of 10. Uh, but he's at 4.1 keg, and he's going to be aggressive when he's out there. The issue is they do have other guards they can use, too. Um, so, yeah, those that's kind of where I'm looking to for Houston. If we move on to Chicago... So again, minutes for the Bulls were uh, you know low to mid twenties, which is which is okay. And Levine and Kobe White at seven six and seven two, those seem priced about right. Um, so at the moment, I'm fine with them, but I'm I'm not really going to prioritize either. Markinen that feels a little bit too pricey at six five. Um, Preston Williams, the rookie at five four. Uh, or Patrick Williams, I should say, sorry, uh, is, yeah, I'm probably not going to go there. Again, Otto Porter, they limited him. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, did only play 19 minutes. He shot the ball terribly. I think he shot 0 of 5 from 3. Uh, but he's still a decent point-per-minute guy. And on the other side, like, Boogie is not a good defender. So I think Wendell Carter Jr. is in play here for value there at that price. And then, you know, a guy like Santa Rancy, he lit it up kind of in the garbage time with the second unit. But that's what he can do. Like, he is a pretty good point per minute guy when he's playing alongside lower usage guys like he will kind of be the alpha in the offense 11 7 6 so yeah Santa Rancy viable here at 5k uh, but that's really where my interest lies Gafford um, how many minutes did he play in that last game oh, did play 17 minutes he is a guy that can fill up uh, fill up a statue also a, a pretty good shot blocker so if you want his pretty low owned value play you can look to a guy like Daniel Gafford all right let's Move on. Last couple games here again. Clippers, at the moment, there's no one I have interest in. And the reason being, again, looking at the box score, everyone played, what, 18 players. So, yeah, right now, I literally have no interest in the Clippers. If we get news that starters are going to play more, then, yeah, of course, obviously Kawhi, Paul George, guys we can look to. But at the moment, there's no one I'm looking to. On the Lakers side, well, if they end up resting, like, the same guys as they did last time, then there I have a lot of interest in the Lakers. So, AD, LeBron, We'll see. Um, they did not play on Friday. Uh, also, Gasol did not play. Markeith Morris did not play. KCP did not play. And Caruso was already ruled out. So if we get those same five players out, then you're going to want to load up in the Lakers. A guy like Horton Tucker, just a minutes thing, right? He played 37 minutes. So, yeah, I think he looks like one of the best plays in this league. Kyle Kuzma, 38 minutes in the preseason is insane. Montrez even played over 30 minutes. So, Yes, I would say if we get this news that everyone is once again out for the Lakers, I would probably try to get at least two to three players into your lineup, at least. Uh, Schroeder did did not play as many minutes, right? He played, um, let's go Lakers, he only played 24. So a little bit hesitant on him, but yeah, guys like Matrez, Horton Tucker, Kuzma, I think all look really good. If you want to target like a guy off the bench, um, you know, Devontae Kakak is, is a good point-per-minute guy. He had 8-6 and six in 25 minutes, so he's a viable punt if you want to get a little bit different. Um, but, 
yeah, and then let's see, Quinn Cook also viable and low cheaper guy that will be lower owned. So this will be something to monitor. Now, if we get news that the starters are going to play, we'll see, right? We've got to see how many minutes they're going to play. If we get like 25 minutes, then yeah, LeBron and AD are definitely in play. So that situation to monitor. But if, if they're once again out, I think you're going to want to load up in Lakers. Finally, Kings uh, and um, and the Trailblazers. Well, this game was played at a fast pace. So finish 127 to 102. The starters got good run, right? Mid-20s minutes for a lot of these guys. So this is another appealing game. Um, if we get the same minutes, De'Aaron Fox at seven nine and had a subpar game, not amazing, uh, but I think once again in play. Um, Buddy Heald had a good shooting night, but he has a somewhat low floor of his shots not falling. Bagley's out, Whiteside's out, so once again I expect Rashawn Holmes to get a good run. Uh, he had uh, eight points, four boards, three blocks, one assist, one steal. That's a kind of Rashawn Holmes type stat line, right? He can fill up a stat sheet. He's a guy that will get you those hustle. Uh, you know, hustle points, block steal. So Holmes, 4-6. Once again, a value play that I do like here. If we look at how the other minutes were distributed, so besides like the main guys, again, there wasn't a ton. Like everyone kind of dwindled down and didn't play a whole lot. Like, you know, a guy like Halliburton, the rookie, played 20 minutes was was okay, but not really looking or not super excited about it. So really besides the starters, there's not a ton of like. So guys, again, Fox, Holmes are the two I think I like the best. I know Barnes actually did play pretty good for his standards. Normally, he's a low-usage, stand-in-the-corner guy. I'm, I'm probably not going to go back to Barnes. I think Heald is once again in play, but again, he shot the ball really well. 23 points, one assist, zero rebounds. So if a shot's not falling, kind of like Eric Gordon, right, does have a pretty low floor. And then finally, Trailblazer. So Trailblazers, if we take a look at their minutes, right, the two guys I mentioned that I liked on Friday, Giles Cantor absolutely smashed both at somewhat low ownership. Um, now, Lillard, CJ, played 20 and 22 minutes respectively. If those minutes do go up, then they look a lot better. So this will be something we'll hopefully get some clarity on. Lillard's at 8.5, CJ's at 7.3. I'd probably slightly give that edge to Lillard, even though he is a little bit more pricey. Nurkic, don't expect him to play again. So yeah, for me, Cantor, Giles, once again. Now, the ownership is going to go up in these guys, right? Giles will be a lot higher owned than he was on Friday just because people will box score watch. They saw right in 25 minutes at 18, 14, 3, and 2. Uh, but, yeah, he is once again in play. And same with Cantor. Like, these two guys look really good if Nurkic is out, and I do not expect Nurkic to play again. So Cantor, Giles, definitely looking to once again here for value. Derek Jones Jr. W- was okay. He, he played good minutes. Even, even Carmelo uh, played well off the bench. Mel's at 6'2", but don't expect him to be to play, like, that well again so really for me the interest is once again in the bigs with Cantor and Giles and then you know possibly guys like Lillard and CJ if the minutes do go up on the starters but that's really it for for my breakdown guys again a lot, thing I want to hammer down is in these preseason videos a lot can change so gotta monitor Twitter again it's very important to follow me I will give you guys all the news that I get or that we get throughout the day and give my thoughts also check out the live stream we have a six game slate so I will be live Plan for 45 minutes before lock on my YouTube channel to go over everything, answer all your guys' questions. Um, But yeah, that's it. So thanks again. I hope you guys all have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow in the live stream.